And we are back with another uh, streaming episode today. We got some news for you guys. Uh, kind of interesting here, but we'll see. We will see. All right. Before we begin, make sure you guys do get yourself a VPN. Protect yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, don't do anything stupid online. We, we keep hearing a lot of people doing some stupid stuff online. Don't be one of those statistics. Um, yeah, and what else you got? Buzz TV, buzztvglobal.com. <laughs> Make sure you check out buzztvglobal.com. Great products, great customer service. Uh, always improving on everything that they do and listening to customer feedback. Uh, their boxes are getting better. Their remotes are getting better. Their accessories are getting better. Software, the whole experience continues to get better. Make sure you check out buzztvglobal.com. That was a... Explosions. Where are my explosions? Here we go. There we go. <laughs> so how are you doing, by the way? How's everything? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. All my gray hairs are coming out of my beard now. Holy crap. You see this crap? What is this? That's been there for a little bit. Dude, I'm getting old now. I'm, so my gray hairs are coming on the top of my head, but I keep looking at my chin. I'm just like, okay, I know they're going to come eventually. I, I saw one. I'm just like, oh, crap. It's about to go down. So shave this weekend. <clears throat> there's this there's this thing about Netflix buying Roku. And you and me have talked about you know, we got the Fire Stick, you got Amazon, Amazon Prime. And we have Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN as a bundle. Um HBO Max, I don't think they're bundled up with anybody. But their biggest thing that they get is they get a, a one movie a month. I think it's one movie a month that whatever movies in the theaters, you, you could actually stream it right away. Hmm. So whatever deal they have for that, that's what makes it like cool. Um, and then you have other apps like Peacock that you could watch everything on there for free with no ads. Um, you pay a couple bucks and you can get the WWE stuff. Um, and of course, there's some other ones too out there. Uh, Roku Channel is doing some good stuff. And you know, Roku Channel is free. But Netflix has been like a... I don't know if you want to call it like a blockbuster where it's like slowly just... Like it's there, it's big, it's huge. And then it just died out of nowhere. And Blockbuster did a couple things towards the end of its life where it was like, ooh, Redbox is doing this. Why don't we do the same thing? Why don't we put a little kiosk outside of stores? Or you know what? Oh, Netflix is sending DVDs out. We can do that too. Why don't we send DVDs out for a Netflix or for a Blockbuster subscription? And it, it's kind of sad that Blockbuster didn't work because Blockbuster, like, to me, when I see a Blockbuster that's established and that has been around and you drive around and you see the stores in the corners, you're like, okay, you trust that. You you trust the brand, you know? You trust that Blockbuster brand. Look at Starbucks. You trust Starbucks over most coffee places, even though some of those other coffee places are probably much better than a Starbucks. Or at least but, a better value. Better value. But Starbucks is so popular for a reason. 
And because of that, they're able to post in every single freaking corner that you turn around on. Um, so for me to see Blockbuster disappear and Redbox, that I, I said it from the beginning, Redbox is a joke. Redbox is going to go away. This is stupid. I can't believe Redbox is even a thing. But I was very surprised that Blockbuster didn't nip that in the butt a lot faster. I still see, you know what? When I was in Hawaii, I saw a red box outside of the grocery store. I'm like, well, wow, I have not the, seen one of these in a while. The internet changed how businesses ran and how they innovated. So here, here's the thing. With something like Blockbuster, it made sense before the internet. And I know that, yeah, we had the internet then, but we didn't have fast enough speeds, right? So the companies such as PlayStation or Xbox they were waiting to create an online digital store. Maybe they didn't have that thought in their head back in that time because the access to a high enough bandwidth wasn't available yet. But an idea like Blockbuster would only last so long until it reinvents itself. Like a physical store like that eventually is going to be phased out by something especially mm -hmm. like something like Redbox, like people going to a corner store and picking up a video game to go play that that's here. Oh, that's so nineties. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Huh? So I could see why Redbox didn't survive because of that. Exactly. That everything's going into the internet. Everything is booming in the internet. Like, a lot of stuff is going to become digital goods, especially like, you know, when you really think about certain things like like movies and TV shows, stuff that people could record and put on a disc. It's like, why not able to stream this stuff? Mm -hmm. And then YouTube was born and all these other sites were born. Um, but when Netflix came out. For me, Netflix was a very catchy name. And I didn't understand it at first because Netflix wasn't a, a net, an internet way of watching your flicks. They were sending, they're mailing out your movies and shows. They're literally mailing them out to you. Mm -hmm. But it was a catchy name. I was just like, dude, this is a very catchy name. Like back then i'm just like this is going to be something bigger like i i don't i don't understand how they're like why they're doing it and and how they get to mail you a dvd for free like they must have like a like some sort of deal going on with the post office or something but this is going to turn out to be something bigger which it did it 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 followed their name it became an internet way to watch your flicks and when Blockbuster tried to do the same thing, I don't understand, again, how an established name failed so hard. Because they think <laughs> it's the same reason that Netflix just lost all the subscribers that they lost in the last month. Same reason. When you fail to innovate, it doesn't matter how high of a throne you sit on. You're going to crumble. You have to innovate with the times. Like, but they they kind of did though. They were they were late to the party. I don't know. They were late, but 
Blockbuster had kiosks in front of grocery stores, just like Redbox. And Blockbuster also had a subscription online that they were mailing out DVDs. They were following the trend of what everybody else was doing, but they were doing it like... Yeah, but they, they were, were kind of... Late. It's, not, it's not only that they were late, but they were cornered because eventually that style of business was going to go away when we have stuff like Xbox Pass and all these other things where you can buy and get games digitally downloaded. They could not infiltrate a market that's prioritized by the actual companies that own the consoles. They can't compete with that. So they have to figure out how to change their business somehow, some way. Eventually, even if they were still around today, could they compete with like the Xbox Pass? Maybe not on the gaming side. I could I could see the gaming side falling apart. Right. But for the movie side, for the movies and TV show side, like everything that Netflix is doing, they could have done, and they probably could have done it better. Mm-hmm. They, they, they could have had a grasp on the games that they had until until it flatlined, you know? It, it, at least on the gaming side, but for the movies and TV shows, and actually, like, I'm trying to think, like, Netflix didn't have a lot of TV shows. They had a lot of movies, but not a lot of TV shows. Blockbuster had that on top of them. So, I don't know. For me, it's just kind of sad to see, like, like, dude, like, you're established, you're big, you're huge, and for whatever reason, it just didn't work. Um, so Netflix now is in the news as always. I think it's like every month now for the last couple of months, since this year, actually, we've been talking about Netflix. Do you remember the last episode that we talked about Netflix? I said, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Netflix is just trying to get us to say their name. Yes, I remember that, but that goes back to the whole blockbuster convo then. Yeah. Because everybody was talking about Blockbuster. Dude, when Blockbuster was going out, there was people like crying about it, saying like, what am I going to do? And he's just like, dude, get Netflix. Like, get this shit mailed to you. Like, and it's free mail. Like, free, like, just pay, pay your $10 a month. It's almost, I think it was almost the same price as Blockbuster. Or it was like very similar. Um, and you get a whole bunch of movies. Just keep swapping them in and out. And it's free shipping, you know? But I remember you saying that Netflix wants us to be talking about them a lot. And I think what's going to happen is people are getting so pissed off at Netflix that whatever Netflix acquires, if it's not great, it's not going to matter. Like Roku. The Roku channel, you could go to your Amazon Fire TV stick Go to the store and download it from the store. You don't have to sideload it. There's a point that you had to sideload it. But now you could just find it on the store. You could find that also on your phone, iOS and the Google Play Store. You could download it now. You could buy a TV and it's preloaded with with several smart apps. Roku is one of them. 
and I know Netflix is one of them too. Netflix, you can get that on your Fire TV stick. You need to, you need to pay for it. Roku, you don't, and Roku is one hundred percent legit. Um, what Roku has done in the past, they bought Quibi. Hmm. Um, which I never heard about until you actually told me about it. And Quibi had big name actors in there, Kevin Hart and Anna Kendrick, and you know. Yeah. So is this good for Roku actually now that we talk about it? Like like okay, so let, let let's push aside how expensive it is for Netflix, push aside how Netflix has been losing a lot of um TV shows and movies and um every time we talk about them there's always something very negative for the last couple months on Netflix. Let's just push all of that to the side. Netflix is still one of the biggest streaming subscriptions in the world. Okay, I don't think so, I don't think Disney has passed them yet. No. So so uh, um I think content-wise and growth-wise Netflix gains the most. However, I think when it comes to cash flow wise, Roku is going to be a big gainer in this because the amount of subscribers that Netflix has still, no matter what, they are still number one in the game. They have the most amount of residual income coming in every month out of all the streaming services. And that's probably not going to change this year, right? And because of that cash flow, it allowed to be going into Roku services that would be bundled into Netflix, you could see more growth. Now, the interesting thing is Roku is in markets that Netflix isn't in. Roku is in a lot of hardware markets. There's Roku TVs out there. So acquiring Roku will allow new channels of growth for Netflix because next you're going to see if this happens, I could see it Netflix TVs, right? With so, so here's the interesting thing. What has made Roku so popular? I want to say they were the first with their streaming device. They're the first ones in the market on that streaming device and it became it, it it's funny it's when i did when i did my research on this when i was studying those rokus it's still the number one selling streaming device over amazon which is like what like yeah. i thought the fire stick was beating them but so it's the roku it's in my opinion it's not the device it's the operating system which is great i actually right. love so so think about this yeah. if netflix acquires roku Netflix acquires an operating system, right? Hardware is hardware. You can do whatever you want with whatever hardware, but what was the biggest issue for, you know, a lot of people is because the, the Roku devices have their own operating system and is very difficult to hack, to bypass, to do whatever, to sideload. But a lot of people enjoyed it because of the ease of use and the amount of free content that you got directly from roku right so 
I think it would be very interesting to see Netflix get into both the hardware market and the OS market, getting TVs done, getting their own devices to be sold. Like that's a whole new a whole new generation of streaming that we're going to enter when Netflix enters the game if this if this goes through. Like that's actually I would be ex- now thinking about it, I'm excited for Netflix to buy Roku. Like that actually makes me like Netflix more if this actually goes through because I can see them really trying to change the market and I I get it Roku's already doing it but to have the funding of Netflix behind it can really take the market to the next level. <laughs> Every time. I have to have like my board ready. The next level. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> with Roku, my experience setting up a Roku was amazing. I really liked how easy it was to get in with anybody that has paid services everything is right there like super simple like like somebody who's older like you got grandma um just or you know like your mom somebody that's older um or even somebody our age too for me personally i liked the big buttons like you see, it says like Netflix, Disney Plus, Roku. They're big. They're big squares. There's really not much advertisements. You got your side panel for like your home, movies, TV, settings. Like you have all the stuff here on the side that, that shrinks and stuff. Search bar at the top. Um, but it's just like, here's the app. Here's the app. Here's the app. That's it. And when I compare that to a Fire Stick... You know, the very first thing you see when you turn it on is a giant billboard of the boys or a giant billboard of whatever they're advertising on Prime. And then you'll get a really small bar, like kind of close to the middle that says like home and live and movies or whatever. And then and then your apps, your favorite apps, you I think you get like a slot for like five favorite yeah. apps. Um, and then below that, you get these giant squares of Handmaid's Tale and Shrek and something else. It's like it's like all stuff to watch that's on the Fire Stick on Prime, Amazon Prime. You'll see all these huge things, and and it's kind of like damn, like like like. Well, what if I have like ten apps that I really like to use? And today I decided to turn it on and. It's not in my top five. It's the sixth app that I want to use. You know, now I got to scroll all the way over to apps or I got to long hold the remote and then I got to find apps. And you know what I mean? Like with Roku, it's like everything. It's like, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, here's your apps. There it is. Boom. Done. Which is cool. Um, Even the NVIDIA shield, the NVIDIA shield, um, you do get a big advertisement at the top, just like Amazon. And then you get your apps, which are a little bit bigger, but you could actually put as many apps as you want. Like it's like a, a carousel, like a revolving carousel forever. And then below that, you could put your favorite apps. You could order them and then it'll show you like what's streaming or you could have like a play next. Like, hey, you've been watching this. You could watch the next episode. Just click it. Um, so NVIDIA kind of did a little or and our Android TV did it a little bit different. But Roku is just so much cleaner. Um 
so I was reading this thing here, and a couple things just happened. And I'm actually, I'm actually very interested why this is happening. Um, Roku has a lot of originals, right? Yes. So, according to this article from Tech Radar, mm-hmm. Roku stock has dropped by eighty percent since July of last year. You know, I see a lot of people talking about companies like this, and I think it's taken so far out of context. There's a lot of stocks that have dropped 90% in the last six months. But if you look at the market as a whole, the market as a whole has dropped like 90%. You can't single out one company and be like, well, you're doing a shitty job. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, but if your stock drops 80%, you're going out of business pretty soon. <laughs> we're, we're not talking about crypto. We're talking about stocks. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stocks drop 90%. I don't think they're going out of business. There's a lot of stocks that are valued according to their stock price a lot lower than what they're actually worth right now. I still have a feeling. And back in the early 2000s, from 2000 to 2010, there's a lot of companies that disappeared because of the dot-com boom. And there's stocks that did this. I have a feeling we're living in another bubble right now from 2022 or 2020 to 2030 that we're going to, we're going to see companies disappear again. I think, I think I really do think, because of what's happening with the stock market, with the housing market, like the housing market, we're in this bubble that is about to burst. And if it does burst, like everyone keeps saying, like, dude, the the the, the housing market cannot continue doing what it's doing because everything's just getting too expensive. I have a feeling that we're going to be seeing some things disappear within the next eight years. Like by the time we hit twenty thirty, even even a little bit beyond twenty thirty. We're going to see some companies that will no longer like we're going to look back to this day and be like, remember Roku? <laughs> yeah. um, I hope not. I, I really hope not, because you're right, too. There's some companies that have dropped 90 percent and they're still kicking barely, but they're kicking and they come back. Um, but, dude, I've seen companies, too. Like, have, do you remember a company called Fedco? Mm, not particularly. They were better than your Costco. Mm, probably only in the States. Probably only in the States. And they don't exist no more. I'm just like, dude, what the hell? Like, dude, Toys R Us. We still have them. Barely. <laughs> us, we're like, what the hell happened to Toys R Us? <laughs> Sears is, is almost completely gone. Oh, Sears is gone here. Long time. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I haven't seen a Sears in forever, but I think Sears is almost like completely gone. But that's what I'm saying. There's companies that were just like, dude, what the hell? And I, I think we're going to notice we're going to notice more companies leaving. So according to this, Roku stock dropped 80 percent. And for the streaming world, that 80 percent is a big cut Um, because of this. Tech writer just said, adding further fuel to the fire are reports from 
the big wigs, the people up at the top, top of the tower, that Roku has closed its stock trading window for all employees. <clears throat> now, I don't know if you're familiar with this. Um, there's, I don't know if they do this in, in Canada, but in the States, there's some companies, depending on where you work for or who you work for, that when you get hired, they give you stock options. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, here is $10,000 within our stocks. You know, here's like like two stocks or something. It's worth like five grand a piece. Um, and what they said was your stock is good for the next 10 years. You could do whatever you want with it, but you got to get rid of it within 10 years or you lose it. You know? Really? <clears throat> Some people do that, yeah. Some people do that. They 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 give you like a time frame. Um, sometimes the time frame could be ten years. It could be twenty years. Sometimes it could say a hundred years, which means you'll probably pass it to the your kids or whatever. Um, but, dude, by them closing their stocks and saying, "Hey, you guys can't," and it says here, normally employees would be freely, they they would be able to freely sell any of their stocks. But Roku has stopped all of it in, internally. So what do you think about that? <laughs> Could be in precaution because of the um, the potential merger. Mm -hmm. So it says here that, um, of course, the big question is why would Netflix buy Roku? Netflix had to, has to do something. So, like you said, if Netflix goes into Roku, the very first thing they're talking about is Netflix can now get into the market of developing their own streaming sticks. Mm-hmm. And if it has that Roku name on it, which is already super popular, you know what would be huge? If, let's just say this happens. I have mixed feelings about it. Of course, Netflix is talking about Roku having their sticks, their streaming bars, their sound bars. The how you can get some of these TV brands like Heisen, TCL have the Roku um, built in, and Netflix is looking into getting into all of that TVs, streaming devices, all that stuff. What would be huge if Netflix did this with the purchase of this streaming stick, and you'll get like a little card. Please put this coupon code in for one month free of Netflix. Regardless, if you already have Netflix, then you get one month free, period. You won't get charged for the following month. How do you feel if they did something like that? But giving away a free month? Mm -hmm. Why not? You think it makes it more enticing? Like, more like, ooh, maybe I should look into this Netflix thing and Roku. 
I think that Netflix should look into something like Xbox and see how successful it's become by owning the hardware, the software, and the streaming service, right? So if they can model the same idea as Netflix or Xbox and the ultimate gaming pass, right? I think that they will be, or they could find their mojo again, right? And it's the same thing. When you buy a game uh, or when you do certain things or sometimes there's certain promotions where you do get a free month of Xbox Ultimate, right? And you get a code or, you know, sometimes your friends will give you a code because they got one and they already have the thing, right? So it encourages people to share the service so more people get in, right? And when you diversify yourself, you have more streams of income, more profit margins to dip in, more ways to do that. So it makes more sense. So I just read something here that's actually pretty interesting too. Netflix is also after, and they're saying this is the bigger reason why they're wanting to buy Roku is because Roku has ads. And we already know, we've talked about this, that Netflix wants to add ads to their service to create a lower tier. And they want to compete against Hulu, HBO Max, like some of these other companies. So they're suggesting that there's a possibility that there might be a free Netflix that you can get with ads. You know what? And limited content, of course. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> let it marinate. Let it marinate. I know. I see. I see. You're thinking. <laughs> It'll be interesting because one of the things that Roku has a hard time doing is competing with the price of the Amazon devices. Right now, the only way to do that is to work like Amazon. Right, so. Amazon is able to bring down the price of their devices because they own the operating system and they've baked in all the advertisements directly in there. And people are basically paying with their time to get cheaper products. So people think that they're getting a discount, but I would say like 90% of the people who are using an Amazon device, maybe even a higher percentage, is already paying for Prime anyways. So Netflix could do the same thing. Run advertisements. Netflix could do the same thing that you can create a free login, a free username, password. They can make it where everything on there is free. And if you want to use like some of their paid stuff, there is a thing that it's like on Amazon that says this will cost you 10 bucks or whatever to rent or just get Amazon Prime. Yep, I could see that. I really hope if they do acquire Roku, that Roku doesn't change their style like Amazon Fire Stick, that there's freaking Prime everywhere galore. But Here's something that's super interesting. When you buy a Roku stick, Roku just made their money, right? 
Yeah. Would you agree with that? Well, here's the thing. You think that's how they make their money. <laughs> no, well, everyone makes their money off advertisements. Well, according to this, they said the first quarter of this year, they made seven times more on advertisements than on their actual hardware. Seven times. Which is insane. That's dude, they're making some money. They're making bank. <clears throat> so Netflix is looking to do the same thing. Netflix is looking to possibly if they do merge with Roku or they do purchase Roku and they say, okay, you know, Roku's still gonna be Roku, they still have the Roku brand, we'll have a department for them, whatever. This will be extremely smart of Netflix if they say, hey, you know what, just like Peacock. Just like, um, I don't know if they'll do it like Hulu. You know, Hulu does it, what, $4.99 a month, and you get some advertisements, and you get, like, the majority of stuff. Or every, no, I think with Hulu, you get everything. Yeah. I don't have Hulu. I have no idea. I think Hulu, you get everything. You just get advertisements on everything. Now, if Netflix does that to say, hey, you could watch our entire library for $4.99 or even better, dude, if they went back and said, hey, for $3.99, Hulu's going $4, we'll go $3.99. That's actually a steal. If Netflix does that $3.99 with advertisements, plus you get everything that Roku has already anyway. I th I think that could work. I think I think at that point, because dude, it's not like Netflix needs more money or more customers, but I think they could gain a grip ton of people that they lost. If they could say, hey, you know what? Here's a code that you get no advertisements for a month. Put this code in, you already pay for this stuff. No advertisements for a month. You get a subscription. Um, if you're brand new to Netflix and you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? I don't have Netflix. Cool. You get one month free with no advertisements. After that, then you have to uh, after that, then you'll be lowered down to the advertisement platform at three dollars and nine cents. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'll be charged then monthly. Um, so that way they keep those customers. Because, you know, again, I know we talked about this too. Like, oh, it's it, it sucks when somebody all of a sudden gets charged for something. But it's kind of like up to me. If they're telling me like, hey, I'm going to be charged later. It's up to me then to cancel it. Even if they don't notify me. You know, they already told me when I signed up. You know Netflix, how much money is made by that same scandal all the time? <clears throat> a lot. But see, but 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 if if they're just if I'm watching Netflix, like and, and I'll be honest, if they come back and say, hey, three dollars and ninety nine cents, you can get this, I'll probably get it. Because Netflix has a lot of content on there. A grip ton of content. And if I have Netflix and all their original stuff, if I have Hulu or yeah, Hulu with all of their original stuff, and I'm paying really low, plus my Disney ESPN, and then I get roku on top of that too i already have roku but i have it all built in, into one spot and it could have a tab that says free all my free stuff 
at three ninety nine, I would I would be a Netflix subscriber at that point. I would be a Netflix subscriber at three bucks, three dollars and ninety nine cents, four dollars if you want to round up. Because that thing is just it's too good. It's th- that that deal is too good. And I know we're talking about I know we had a whole episode about cord cutting. If you pay for this, you pay for this, you pay for this. How much money? If I have Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN, this, Netflix, this new Netflix, just say at three bucks, three ninety nine, even at four ninety nine, I'm still under twenty bucks for everything. <laughs> That's a good freaking deal for all my video on demand and my sports. And my all my original stuff. I don't have to wait to get links somewhere or to stream somewhere or to buffer on anywhere. Like I don't experience that much of that stuff anyway. I'm not really one to like really like jump in on it. But it's it would be really nice when I'm flying and traveling and whatever that I could just open up Netflix, download something, and then watch it on the plane. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, I, I don't I don't know how low Netflix could actually go. Cause to me it seems like their prices have only gone one way. Up. And this is the first time that they're looking at going down. They already okay. talked about going down already, but I agree. I don't know how low they're willing to go. Willing to go, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Let us know what you guys think in the comments section um, or leave us a review on this. What do you guys think? Do you guys think, is this smart for Netflix to buy Roku? Is Roku dumb for joining Netflix? How do you guys feel about it? Let us know. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Leave us your thoughts. Okay. Eight movies, eight new movies that 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 just came out. And, and TV shows on Netflix, Prime Video, HBO Max, and more this weekend. Or last weekend, I should say. <laughs> this just all came out. This all just came out within the last week. So on Netflix, Peaky Blinders Season 6. Have you heard of this one? I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. I know that's popular. Yeah. Very, very popular. Um I keep hearing a lot of stuff about it. It's supposed to be a really good drama. Uh, I will check this one out for sure. It's now available on on, on Netflix. Uh, Miss Marvel, Disney Plus. I know you've seen episode one. Yes, I really like it. And you really like it. I actually thought Miss Marvel was going to make her debut on Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, but when they showed America Chavez, I was like, oh, yeah, she has freaking the multiverse power. She could jump into different multiverses. Like, <laughs> why was I thinking Miss Marvel was going to jump in? I thought they were going to introduce so, her in that some um, way. Somebody who could jump between different multiverses, right? They make them biracial and call them American Chavez. America Chavez, yeah. Is is that supposed to be a, a racial joke? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I, 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 when I heard the name, I was like, is this like an American Mexico thing that I'm not aware of because I'm Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> um, this one, 
I've watched season one and season two, and I'm glad it's back. For all mankind, season three, Apple TV Plus. For all mankind, what's that one about again? It's literally about Neil Armstrong going to the moon, the United States going to the moon. But this is like a what if the Russians got there first. Okay. And they make it where Russia got there first to the moon and then the United States. And then Russia did something else first, send a female to the moon and then the United States. Like Russia was doing everything first. The end of of season two was incredible. They showed them having this big fight and they're trying to load some stuff and they were about to they were about to start a war, Russia and the United States on the moon. And then they were going to start bombing each other on Earth. (laughs) And somehow they finally came to an agreement. They shook hands and they called it like we're good. And it kind of it kind of like points out stuff from the Cold War, but they make it like they exaggerate it like, hey, this could actually have actually been like this. And then they show that you want a Cold War. I'll give you a Cold War. We'll go to the moon. It's cold there. Yeah. (laughs) But the way they ended it. Was they had somebody on Mars. They had an actual astronaut on Mars. You didn't see if it was a Russian or if it was an American. Chances are it was probably a Russian. <laughs> um, and that was it. That and that that was the end of that one. Okay. Um, I'm actually very excited about this next one. This one's called Hustle from Netflix with Adam Sandler. Hey, that's with LeBron James and somebody else. Who's the third person? LeBron James, I think, is one of the producers. No, but there's a third person who's big too. Does it say? Doesn't say. It just says Adam Sandler. Hustle. And this is about like the 76ers, the Philadelphia 76ers. See this. Like uh him scouting players. Okay. Oh, Queen Latifah. She's one of the other producers? No, she's in it. Oh, wow. So Queen Latifah, Adam Sandler, Ben Foster. It's going to be good, bro. Like this one, honestly, I'm actually really stoked about it. I'm not a LeBron James fan. um, But anything with Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler is just good. And he's actually doing like a drama type of movie. I'm like, okay. I almost want to bet that this is going to be the first time where Adam Sandler shows a maturity. I'm not saying that he's immature, but he is getting older. Like, look at his face in the in the poster. He's mm-hmm. he's he's sporting a beard. Mm-hmm. He's not the typical old, typical young Adam Sandler that you've seen in all the Happy Madison productions. He's yeah. he's showing that he's grown as a person, and this is who he is now. And mm-hmm. I think that the, he's trying to make a statement and he's doing it in a very nice way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looked good from the previews that I saw. I'm just like, Ooh. I'm like, wait a minute. What is this? At first I was thinking like, oh, maybe they're going to show like, like Michael Jordan, like how they recruited him to the Bulls or something like a scout. And then I'm just like, wait, 76ers. And then I was just like, dude, I'm like, this is actually going to be really good. 
Um, okay, next one. This is on Peacock. No pun intended. Queer as folk. I've heard of this. LGBTQ um, drama series. So we'll see. Let us know if you guys watch that one. That's a There's new season? One. Uh, it just says Queer as Folk. Peacock. Oh, I thought it was a TV show. I think, it's, I think it is. It says it's a reimagined 1999 British LGBTQ drama series of the same name. Right. Yes. So it's a reimagined one. Oh, okay. That's it's familiar because it's a really old show. Yeah. Okay. Netflix first to kill or first kill based on a short story. It's an eight episode show. It's like a classic Romeo and Juliet storyline into a tale of a vampire. Ooh, interesting. And a vampire hunter. Looks like it's two girls kissing. We'll see. Uh, Fairfax season two, prime video. Looks like it's a cartoon. I, I never saw this one. It's an adult animated one. Um, the Janes, HBO Max. This is a documentary. And that's it. That's it for all the new stuff that just came out. That's it? That's it. Um. Oh, and uh, the boys season three episode four came out. I'll be watching that. I'm still waiting till the whole thing's done. Oh, I can't wait, man. I gotta watch this shit right now. I just I just watched uh, Superman and Lois episode thirteen. That <clears throat> is a good show. I, I've been telling you forever to watch this damn show. You refuse to. It's on the third yeah. season. Watch the first two seasons. I don't care. The third season is going to end in like whatever. By the time you're done the first two. Which one's this one again? Superman and Lois, bro. I'm telling oh, you, yeah, this I'm is not, a good show. I'm not starting that until. Until what? With the amount of stuff I have to watch and catch up right now, I probably won't start that till July. Maybe the. No, not the end of the month. I'll, okay. I'll probably start that. Honestly. After I watched Thor 4. I'm not even joking when I say this is DC's best TV show on right now. That's not even saying much. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, all right, well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> that really is insane. Like, what else do they have? The Flash? Like, yeah. Okay, so for some of you guys that are looking for some of the best TVs, um, here's uh, eight. Here's eight tips. Um, this is from Tech Radar. They have like eight TVs that they listed. Um, number one is LCD TVs offer the best bang for your buck. The best OLED TVs are QD OLED. LCD is where the action is at. And as you know, OLED is pretty expensive, mm -hmm. very expensive. But LCD, they're saying that you can get a really, really good LCD. Um, and there's plenty of them out there that are priced pretty good. And of course, more smart t smart TVs have you know either Google TV, Android TV, Roku, Netflix. They got something built into them. Samsung has their their own stuff too. So. <clears throat> Um, he, they're always saying he's uh, number two. He's, he's also saying uh, look for full array 
local dimming. LCD TVs are frequently called LED TVs due to the LED lamp modules used for the set's backlight, which are the individual pixels in OLED displays and contrast are self-emitting, so there's no need for a separate backlight. Um, many cheap LCD sim simply locate the LED lights at the edges of the display edge light. So um, most of the time when your lights go out, it's on the edges and you get like a bright something or like it's dim. It's either one or the other. Um, that's what their thing is. So look for full array local dimming. Um, also look for something called quantum dots. Um, same thing with full array local dimming backlight. Um Quantum dots is pretty close to the same thing. Um, Dolby Vision, HDR. A lot of these cheap TVs are now including this. Yeah. Um, if you can, there it's saying here, if you can, get it, get the display to be at 120 hertz. TVs, I think that should be standard right now. Yeah, 120? It should be, but apparently it's not. Um. I think the standard right now is 60, but they should definitely do 120. So if you can do 120, um, HDMI, look for 2.1, 2.1 HDMI. I, I, there's actually something that I read about H, uh, HDMI 2.1s that they fixed a lot of issues that 2.0 had, um, especially when, and I know I've experienced this before, when you connect something and it doesn't work. You're like, hey, I got my VCR, <laughs> whoever has a VCR, I got my DVD player connected, or I got my PlayStation connected or Xbox connected, and it doesn't display, it doesn't connect, doesn't do nothing. First thing I always ask, HDMI or power. Do you have power in the thing? Yeah, it turns on. Cool. So the HDMI, is it good? Yeah, it's good. I spent 300 bucks. <laughs> 300 bucks doesn't mean that it's good. Um so 2.1 fixed a lot of things with blackouts and, and missing pixels and all kinds of crap. Um, and same thing with longer ones, 2.1 fixes the connection. Um, the next, the number seven thing is look for HDMI EARC. EARC. Um, TVs that featured an HDMI port with EARC can route uncompressed high resolution audio soundtracks back to a compatible soundbar or AVR receiver. While the full benefit there will mainly apply to a 4K Blu-ray plug into the TV, HDMI eARC ports can also route Dolby Atmos audio from the set's built-in streaming apps to an external audio system. So if you're important, if, if that's very important to you, look for that. And then the last thing is, is don't be afraid to look at last year's models. They're going on sale big time. The second they come out, they're expensive. As soon as the new year comes down, pew, prices drop because all the new stuff's about to come out. So don't be afraid just because you don't have the new 2022 or 2023. It's okay. Look for something in 2020. I could tell you this, my TV that I have downstairs that I bought back in 2019 is killer. It is killer. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. Here's a fun fact. I'm kind of curious what you 
think about this one, but there's this article that I found out on Disney. Most popular movies per state. I'm going to share my screen here. Look at this. In California, the most popular movie is Toy Story. I don't know why. I don't know Alaska, why it's the Little Mermaid. Because <laughs> of water, bro. I would think it would be... Uh, That's Alaska? Alaska. I would think it would be like... like um, What's that ice movie with Olaf? Let it go. Frozen. Frozen. <laughs> I thought it would be Frozen. <laughs> And Hawaii is Moana, of course. I don't know if that's racist or not. <laughs> Why well, gotta be Moana? You know, they have the whole thing about Maui and everything. You're close to where? Um, New York, right? Mm-hmm. The Wild. That's the closest to you. Or The Lion King. So... Did Disney make this to talk about the most popular Disney movies? No, this is based on Google Trends data covering the last 12 months. This is on what people are searching for and streaming for per state. And they grabbed all that information via Google. Hmm. Tech Radar. Interesting, though, huh? So whatever state you're in, if you want to blow that up. There you go. I think that's pretty interesting. It's interesting that that one state is searching the nightmare before Christmas all year round. Yeah. New Mexico. (laughs) They're like nightmare before Christmas. Yes. Every day, all day. Every day, all day. The whole state. (laughs) <laughs> that seems a little weird to me i don't know <laughs> well everything else is like a classical any time of the year you can watch it you're good but the one big red state neighbor before christmas weird they, they and it's it's a pretty dangerous place to go to also <laughs> it's all desert people don't like each other there's a lot of abductions that happen there <laughs> weird That's let's watch weird. nightmare before christmas every day <laughs> what's is that Florida down there watching Tron? Yeah, 1982's version. What the hell? 1982 Tron. That's what they're doing. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> Florida's kind of a 1982 Tron by itself. Yeah. <laughs> Florida. Actually, I made a joke about this. Um, Florida is like freaking Fortnite. It's like a battle royale survivor of the fittest. They got alligators. They got tarantulas. They got anacondas. You got shootings out there. Dude, you got like so much crap going on out there. It's like Fortnite, bro. (laughs) All the cholos and drug lords and kingpins and you got Scarface and. (laughs) Yeah, so Nebraska's looking at 102 Dalmatians. They like the new one, the new movie. My favorite Martian. Missouri. Interesting. Minnesota, the Mighty Ducks. (laughs) Isn't that where it was filmed? 
What is the three cabelleros? Where? To the right and down. Down. Left. Uh, there. What's that? Oh, the three caballeros. That's a good movie. I like that I, movie. I've never, I've never watched that. What's it about? The, Illinois. It's about uh, Donald Duck going down to South America. And he goes to Brazil, meets another type of bird, like a parrot, another parrot. Um, he goes to Mexico, meets another type of bird. And then these three birds just go and they travel like like all the Latin countries, you know? Um, and it's kind of like a party. Like, like, like they have a lot of cool like samba music. And Hold on. Did you say Illinois? Illinois. So Illinois is a very Latin community? I know the Latin Kings uh, gang is pretty big over there. Because I never would have thought Latin and Illinois. I never would have made that connection. Disney I never would have either. Yeah. <laughs> weird. I'm so confused. Yeah. But The Three Caballeros, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a good movie. Hmm. It's, it's a good, fun movie. It's cartoon back in the 60s, I think it was. Um Great cartoon. I used to watch that thing all the time when I was little. The Hunchback. The, our, our state capital is watching The Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> and then, of course, when you get towards like Massachusetts and Rhode Island and all that stuff, they're watching Hocus Pocus, Saving Mr. Banks. <laughs> all the Victorian stuff and crazy stuff up there. Interesting, interesting stuff. So there it is right there. Let us know if that's what you're watching. If you're in that state, I don't know if I don't, I don't think I'm watching toy story every day. Well, I was going to say if Disney made this chart, which they didn't, but I was like, this is a promo for the new Buzz Lightyear movie coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if you guys are looking for scary movies, I got some here for you. Peacock. Peacock's free, right? Free with ads. Yeah. From uh, was it was M- NBC Studios. Ten horror movies to stream on Peacock right now. Uh, the Invisible Man, 1933. The Mummy, 1932. Frankenstein, 2015. Frankenstein, the Bride of Frankenstein, 2016, Daybreakers, 2010. Ooh, Child's Play, 1988, the first one. Nosferatu, the Vampire, 1979, and Night of the Living Dead, 1963. Interesting. Um. Oh, you know what's another thing that I get a lot of people asking me about, which is kind of like, what? They're saying, like, dude, what do I do now that Locast is gone and Locast isn't working? I'm like, Locast has been gone since last year. <laughs> like, was it end of summer? I think it was. Has it been a year already? Yeah. We're getting there. It's pretty close to it. Damn. Which is kind of interesting because Locast was just doing. It was just doing the news. Charitable work. It was a holy organization. 
hears all the news from everywhere. So it kind of it, it brings me several questions though. Um, the lawsuit says, or whatever their cease and desist says, that they're not allowed to restream even if it's free because they don't have rights to stream this stuff from different regions. Like you can't be in California watching whatever the news is in Maine or Florida or Texas or whatever, because it's whatever, whatever rights ABC has over there, they don't have the same rights that they have over here, even though we have ABC here, ABC there. But you can go to YouTube and do the same shit though. <laughs> you go to YouTube and watch the news from Florida. doesn't matter what state you're in. I don't get it at all. Well, if you're watching it on YouTube, no matter what state you're in, you're watching it from that network's YouTube page and they own the rights to distribute it. Yeah. Okay. They're not redistributing somebody else's content at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess because it's the network that's yeah hosting it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess there are there are different subscriptions out there of cars that you can get, and there's other ways of doing it. Easiest way is just go to YouTube. You don't have to <laughs> like like just go to YouTube. It's free. It's there. If you like a specific network, you can get it there. If you're local and you're like, I just want to watch my local, get an antenna, plug it in the back of your TV, and boom, local stuff. Um. Okay, so that covers today's streaming episode. Um. I, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. <laughs> We're an, a little bit over an hour, um, but hope you guys are doing okay. Hope you guys are enjoying it's we're, we're about to hit summertime and it, it feels like summertime already. Netflix is in his tank top. I'm in my tank top already too. Um, and it is getting hot out there. It's getting hot everywhere. So make sure you guys are doing good. Leave us a comment, leave us a review. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know how you feel about, this whole thing with Netflix and Roku. Um, and we always appreciate you guys coming by here and listening to our nonsense. Uh, next level, what do you got before we go? Thank you guys again for watching another episode of beyond the streams or listening to us. If you are watching or listening to us anywhere, um, make sure that you leave us a comment or a review so other people like yourself can find the content that you enjoy. Uh, if you're looking to be a part of the conversation, be a part of the community, make sure you check us out on the beyond the streams, YouTube channel, Every Thursday between 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we do our weekly live show. So make sure you come out, you join us, you turn on those notification icons so that you're always informed and you stay up to date with all the content coming from Beyond Streams. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.